Hello and welcome to Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. I'm your host, Philip, and I'm here with my co-op partner, Nave. Each pod, we play through cooperative experience, then relate to you, the listener, if this game is a criminal grim co-op, or something better off playing solo. Hey, Nave. What up? How are you feeling? A little hungover, as usual. Yeah, we were going pretty hard on the Halo last night. Yeah, I lost my uh, ability to play video games. I mean, you were still holding your own. You were um, second best, I think, as far as wins go, because we were just, you know, playing custom games. Yeah, with uh, with our buds. Yeah, so you were still holding your own. So what is the game today, Philip, that you have been playing? Oh, that I've been playing? Not the, not the game, because that's later. Okay, so this is actually going to take up our news segment as well. Yeah, I don't have any games, so... Right, I've literally fine. been playing the same things. I have no nothing to report. Nothing new on the horizon? Yeah. Alright, so I have been playing... Well, first off, we got to start by saying... That our boys over at Roll7 Games, or Private Division, the publisher specifically, sent us a review copy for free of Ollie Ollie World. Thank you. Yeah, uh, Philip's been playing that. I watched him play it on Twitch a little bit, and it looks fucking tight, actually. It looks like a, it looks like one of those games that I would get addicted to. Yeah, so I reached out to them and I was like, hey, you know, uh, give me one second. Let me see what their other game coming up is. Uh, these are the guys that did, or the publishers of Hades, Kerbal Space Program. Like, they got a lot of games. I don't know which game it was in particular, but they have another game that's being developed that I was like, ooh, I really want, you know, to talk about that game whenever it comes out. And whenever I send them interest, like, hey, you know, I'm interested in this game, they, you know, brought up Ollie Ollie World. I'm like, yeah, that looks good too. So this game is a action platformer skateboarding arcade game and i am not the best at it but nave this game i know you kind of watched me play a little bit of it but once i sat down and like started playing it once i figured out the basic controls it was hard to stop playing like i beat the whole game in one day of just eight hours or so seven to eight just sitting there pounding out levels in this game you know what it reminds me of it, what? it reminds me of uh if tony ox pro skater and super meat boy had a baby you know, Super Meat Boy vibes are definitely there because it is like one hit dead on all the terrain, but you come right back super fast. The game's good. It comes out February 8th, so it's going to be released by the time you're hearing this because it's actually February 6th right now. And one thing I did want to mention about it is whenever I was playing it, I got a, I don't know, like a weird vibe that it kind of coincides with the game of our week this this week, which go ahead and say it, it's a Taiko no... Tatsujin. Tatsujin. Yeah, that's it. Which is a drum rhythm game. Like when you're playing this game, when you like when you're playing Ollie Ollie World, you get into like a streak. And I know like you saw it like whenever I was playing, you're like, wow, you're doing really good. And so like <laughs> 30 to 40 seconds, I'm just in the perfect zone where I'm landing every jump, like grinding off every wall, like actually playing the game. And you do get into a groove. But it is f- so funny every single time whenever I just hit a wall going, you know, the speed of sound just slap right into a, a giant crystal in my path. And I'm like, whoops. And then you're just like, fill up. What were you doing <laughs> back there? You should have known something bad was coming up. Yeah. So game is good. It's going to be $30 for the base edition. They have the rad edition, which comes with some extra downloaded content for 40 bucks. I recommend it. All right, Nave. 
I put something down here, but I didn't understand what I wrote. But now I discovered what I was writing. Nave, we hit 2,000 downloads for the pod this last week. Hell yeah. Made a Twitter yeah. post about it. Didn't make a Twitter post about the game because I woke up like 15 minutes before we were going to record. And then I ate. So I was like, is 20 minutes enough time for people to re- reply to us? I don't think so. Probably I'm not. Just gonna, I'm just going to say no. But we, we can read from the uh, Twitter post that I made. I mean, if you want to. Well, Let's what just do they sub say? it in. They all <laughs> say congrats. Yeah, that's what I fear. They're all going to say congrats. Like, what else would they say? Be like, you don't deserve those downloads. Who do you think you are? Yeah, I'm the one saying we don't deserve these downloads. <laughs> Who do we <laughs> think we are? So but thanks I think for listening have- to us. I think we have 2021 right now, Whoa. which is the year of our Lord last year. Let me That's go look. pretty good. Yeah, so someone go listen to it right now so that it'll be like this year's downloads. And then we can quit the pod. We'll finally be happy. Put a book in yeah. on this one. This is the final episode. Taiku no Tatsujin is where it all cumulates. Communulates? I don't know. This word sounds dirty. Yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> so we're actually moving right along. Uh, if you want to hear more reviews of games that aren't on Game Pass, such as Ollie Ollie World, why don't you guys go and support us at our Patreon? Become reoccurring donors. And maybe if we get enough support, we can start doing uh, like the popular things. Like, Nave, what if we made our own NFTs? But, uh, yeah, I, I want to make a monkey with a Tony Hawk's Pro Skater just baseball cap. Yeah, and then maybe someone will buy it. My original content, do not steal, do not screenshot. Yeah, do not screenshot. I have no idea what the NFT shit's about, dude. Yeah, I don't get it either. <laughs> I don't. I just know that people are get mad at it when they when you talk about it. Yeah, that's the only reason I brought it up because I, from what I've heard, it just seems stupid. But I might be showing my own stupid by calling NFT stupid. But whatever. Yeah, you can't be on Twitter and not get exposed to it at least a little bit. But I don't know what the fuck's going on. Or if we really wanted to ride a dead horse, what if we made our own cryptocurrency, like gaming together coin? Am I okay? My fucking Chrome just crashed. And like, yeah, you look came normal. Back. I don't okay. see any blips. Oh well. Yeah, my my Zencaster's all fucked up. But oh well, let's roll with it. Okay. God, we are moving really fast. I don't know if this is going to be a long episode. Did you, are you saying you don't have a ton to talk about with this arcade game where you do one thing and one thing only? Alright, well let's just go straight into the game then. So, Taiko no... Uh, what Tatsujin. Is it? Tetsujin, that, that last word's always our drum master on Xbox, Xbox One, Xbox, whatever. Are you familiar with the Taiko games? Oh yeah, dude. These uh, uh these games occasionally show up in the Sega arcade at or in Yakuza. So I've played these games quite a bit. They were also, there's also, I think, a Taiko no Tetsujin thing in an arcade called uh, Round One or Pen One or something like that. It's got a lot of Japanese games. Yeah, I was going to ask. You talked about going to the arcade a while back, and I was going to say, was there a Taiko game in there, or another drum game? Well, there was a drum. It's like There's like a Guitar Hero predecessor. I think it's called Guitar Masters. I don't know. We talked about it before, yeah. but um, they had a drum set there, like a really big heavy-duty drum set, and it was really strange to play because like the layout, like you would think, because I'm like a fucking, I'm pretty good at rock band drums, and I, you know, I play on Expert on almost every song I could pass. Uh, as long as it's not like the hardest of hardcore blast beats, death metal, Black Dahlia murder, you know, like I can't do that shit. Mostly because the drum set can't handle it also because it's a shitty piece of plastic. But like you would think that I would be good at the 
arcade machine, but for one, the layout's completely different, so that's very confusing. Um, like in Rock Band, you have that line, and that's the kick drum. In the Drum Master, whatever the hell it's called, I should probably look it up since I'm talking about it so much. There's like a button, there's like a little icon in the middle that you just have to remember as the kick drum. And there's like 15 pads also, so it's like, so that's really confusing. And also, it's all like Japanese music, so like you have no idea what you're playing. It's not like you just pull up, uh, you know, Ace of Spades by Motorhead, and I'm like, I can kind of, you know, vibe to this. I'll figure it out, yeah. But uh, these these games, it's like orchestral Japanese, like, weird shit. So it's like, whatever. I can't do this. So I was terrible at it. Long story short, I was terrible at this fucking game. Well, it's quite a history. It was uh, drum-related arcade games. Yeah, so, the difference between that and Taiko is Taiko no Tatsujin is uh, Taiko no Tatsujin only has two inputs, and uh, that's what the whole game revolves around. Yeah, and you think it sounds pretty simple, right? Uh, you would think. <laughs> so, I do not have any history with drum-related arcade games besides Rock Band and like Guitar Hero World Tour. I remember looking with envy at the used set of Donkey Kong bongos that I'd always see at like GameStop, and like maybe one day. Whenever I oh, get you mean, a... You mean the Dark Souls Twitch streamer controller? <laughs> yeah. I'd be Dark Souls no hits, 100% full boss clear speed run using only Donkey Kong Kongos. Yeah. Using only bananas with sensors put in them and I have to strike them with my fist. <laughs> <laughs> Streamers are weird. But yeah, so this is my first real experience with a Taiko game. It's developed by Namco and published by Bandai Namco, so they keep it pretty in-house. This one came out this year, old January 2022. In case uh, you're listening to this in the far-flung future, then hello, future people. How's 2027? Probably sucks. Yeah. COVID's still a thing. <laughs> it's it's forever so flu. If we ever listen to this in 2027, be like, oh, what are the odds? So originally, the Taiko cabinets were are, like placed back in arcades in 2001 japan so this game has been around for a pretty long time so nave since this game is primarily targeted at japanese audiences i would say and you talked about you know your japanese drum experience how do you feel about playing a majority of foreign songs it's fine you know a lot of the songs in this game are so like they have different genre like categories but they're not like actual genres so it's like here's vocaloid music here's anime music here's video game music so a lot of the stuff we actually knew just offhand what is it they have uh megalovania by yeah uh or in uh what is it by toby fox yeah by toby fox whoever whatever he fucking made undertale undertale yeah yeah like so i I was very surprised to see some stuff in there they had the jackson five i was like what (laughs) like big question mark right there it's like the the original song i'm like why is this here this is interesting i guess the japanese really like michael jackson it's funny because this definitely feels like an imported like game for us whereas whenever i went and like did my little research on this game uh the first time that like it was released in for like american systems let me see if i can pull it up I remember like noticing the the actual like song list was nothing but like American songs, and I was like, "Whoa, this is crazy!" I don't remember where it went, lost it. God, there's so many of these games. Okay, that was it. Uh, Taiko Drum Master that was released back in 2004 on the PlayStation featured songs by like 
Queen and Madonna, and even had the theme song to Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius on it. <laughs> okay, that uh, that's weird, but yeah, like so those games had more traditional, or I say traditional, more localized playlist. This one, uh, it's pretty pretty Japanese. But that's where we find hits like was it like Sugar Spice, Sour Step, or whatever. Like these titles that don't make any sense when I click on them. I'm like, yeah, we're gonna listen to Supercell. And I'm like, well, this one's a bop. Isn't Supercell like a game developer? It might be. Uh, don't they make like uh, Clash Clash of Clans? I'm probably thinking of something else then. Yeah, Supercell, Clash of Clans, X Supercell. I don't know what the fuck's going on here. All right, anyways, let me get this off of my Google, my Microsoft Bing search history. No. Well, I mean, but, um, real quick. The song that's in it is called World Is Mine, and it's Supercell featuring Hatsune Miku. Supercell featuring... Like the Clash of Clans guys funded a Vocaloid no, song? No, 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 that's not. I'm sure that's not it. Can't be. Also, listeners know, we do not have the the actual drum that goes along with this game. So we just play with our little joy pads. Now, if you could compare this game to like Rock Band or Guitar Hero, what like similarities, differences? Okay, well, the mo- the primary difference is that instead of going, instead of being vertical, a vertical highway you're using a horizontal one and so the thing the little strike uh little strike gems i think they're called gems in guitar hero actually but uh they slide from the right to the left there's only two buttons so you're either hitting the rim of the drum or the center of the drum or in our case you're either hitting a face button or you're hitting a uh, shoulder button on the controller which was well, the actually, setup that i switched we had. my control scheme to i think tr- Control scheme number three, maybe, where it's like A and B are red and X and Y are blue or Don and Ka or whatever. So that like I can like alternate back and forth faster. I feel you can use both hands. Whereas before I was pretty much using one hand to play everything and my hand was getting very tired. Oh, really? That's kind of weird because I just I had it to where in the control scheme two where you have the two bumpers and that made it to where if I had a drum roll, I could just I could be hitting like like seven b- buttons at once. You know yeah, what I mean? Just like I get that rapidly. Well, anyway. you can also hit the D pad, and if you just do like circles on the D pad, like every you know direction of the eight directions on the D pad count as a button hit. So you're just like swamp, 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 and it's like seventy hits. And I look at my opponent and has like thirteen hits, and I'm like, you fool! How'd you only hit thirteen? But yeah, so that so you you are either doing a single strike or you are doing multiple different forms of drum roll, all of which are the same. Except, uh, so one drum roll is just an extended area where you hit as many buttons as you can, and then there's one where it's a drum with a balloon and you just have to hit a certain amount of hits, and then the other one is a like a pinata thing or like a capsule. The party if you ball. Will. Yeah. Like from uh, Super Smash Brothers, you know, it's like yes. exactly the same thing, but um, it opens up after you hit a certain amount of hits. It's the exact same as the balloon, except it's a lot more uh, hooray whenever it happens. Yeah, and I love. Um, so I'm a big fan of Katamari Damacy, Damacy, whatever, however you say that. And I love the silly, happy, joyful characters. Like this game is full of that. Like whenever you're playing the drum, if you're doing good, the characters start dancing more. And even the notes that you're hitting have faces on them that get more and more excited. 
if you go on like a full combo <laughs> as they're like, yeah, he's doing it. He's doing it. And you have like weird Japanese deer and kimonos dancing in front of you. And I'm like, or like dogs or just people. Yeah. <laughs> and then more and more show up as the song goes on or as like, because the way that you, the way that you either win or lose in this game, like you don't just instant fail, like in uh, rock band or guitar hero. If you do poorly, um, there is like a bar, like a, a progress bar at the top, and you just have to get to the clear mark. They call it the and spirit bar. Is it the spirit bar? That, that yeah. makes sense. That's very Japanese. So like you can be in the clear, and then like if you stop playing, it'll drop down into the failure mark. But you continue to play the song. This game, like even though it is just a normal rhythm game it seems very basic it's very different from the rhythm games that we have kind of grown up with being rock band and guitar hero like those are a lot more focused on just hitting the notes no matter what and don't fail if you miss too many notes whereas this one it is a focus on accuracy and exact timing so let's talk about how we played when me and Nave initially started playing we went in and we were playing against each other but you know, it really didn't matter who was winning, even though Nave was winning, you know, every time. So we were mostly just playing for fun, being like, oh, it's a Dragon Ball song. Oh, it's Sugar Spice Dubstep or whatever, as we were just playing these random songs. Or uh, what was the other one? Last Christmas, another classic. Yeah. And because you couldn't pick the song, so it was just a random set list. And yeah. if you're playing locally, you can you can pick the songs. But when you're playing online, um, you either play against Rando, McRanderson, or you can play in ranked mode practice, whatever the hell it was called. It was very confusing. But yeah. um, yeah, it's always random online, which is kind of a drag. But most of the songs kick ass, so it doesn't really matter. Which we got to a point where we were playing on poo poo baby mode. And we were like, all right, how do we play on higher difficulties? And the game's like, you want to play on higher difficulties? You got to play ranked and you got to rank up. Like, yeah. Wow, that's kind of brutal. Yeah, so if you are in C, uh, C tier, you're playing on the easiest difficulty. Once you move up to B, you go to medium. And I don't know what's beyond that, because I could not beat B+. I could not rank up past B+. In fact, every time I got into B+, I instantly lost to somebody who perfectly got a full combo with all good marks and no okay, no bad. So it's like... It's ridiculous. Like every single fucking match I ever had in B plus was like that. And I was just like, these guys are insane. I don't know how they I don't know what happens if you tie, but probably not possible with the drum fills. Oh yeah, you're right. But yeah, I don't know how these people rank up because everyone is like aimbotting in ranked, like at B plus difficulty. Yeah, they are so good. Like I made it I think I was like one game away from B plus and then fell like all the way down to the bottom of B and I'm like yeah, I'm never going to climb out of here. Like, I don't think I have the the skills. But I think it's still fun to just log in and play. So the music is good. I got a song list pulled up just out of curiosity. I was wondering. So it, so in the anime category, they have a whole lot of... I, I'm assuming all of these are intro or outro songs. So they Probably. have the song from uh, Evangelon, Evangeline. Neo Genesis, Neon Genesis Evangeline, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but they have the uh, Dragon Ball Z intro. They have a song from Spirited Away, Castle in the Sky, Naruto, One Piece, Attack on Titan, and then a whole bunch of shit I've never heard of before. Oh, ReZero. 
there's there's an anime called How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift. That song was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so other than that, they have uh, video game music, which is great. They have uh, they have the battle song from Tales of Arise. They've un- like we said, they have Megalovania from Undertale. They also have a song called Hopes and Dreams, which is pretty good. I I don't know that song. I've never played Undertale. Uh, sue me. And then there is the opening theme to Katamari Damacy. Oh my god, that was such a good song. Katamari Damashi. I'm like, fucking, it's great. God, now that's stuck in my head. La, 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 la. I'm looking at this, and game music is the biggest category as well, if you don't count Namco Original, which I don't know if we do. Yeah, I don't think so. But um, yeah, they have the uh, Ryu's themes for Street Fighter. Uh, they have Ace Combat song, Soul Calibur song. They have Tekken, Galaga. Uh, I don't know any of these other games. You I don't mean, know Ridge Racer? Outrun. Oh, it was Ridge Racer? Oh, it says R4, so I just ignored it as soon as I saw R4. I was like, I don't know what that is. Ridge yeah. Racer Type 4. And oh. a song from Kelowna, actually. Kelowna, uh, Kolo, is it Klonoa? Klonoa, that's it. Which I, so I'm not going to look this up right this moment. But I, it, do you know what this game is? No. What? And like, it, it's about? a mascot game. Klonoa, I think. I think this is a mascot game. And I think it's like, this might be a fever dream. But I'm pretty sure it's like a rabbit thing. With oh, like yeah, long but, ears. Okay. Yeah, I it's see got it. a blue hat. Do you, Klonoa. Is that is that what it is? Cause, yeah. Rabbit with blue hat. That is what it is. I have, I've never played these games before. And, and for some reason, I know the mascot. That's so weird. Well, I mean, all those mascot games are great. Crash Bandicoot, Super Lucky Tail, um, Ukulele, Banjo Kazooie. I don't. I've never heard of that one. Did you, dude? Fucking with Microsoft buying Activision, I'm pretty sure Microsoft is like the mascot platforming, the mascot platform. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just looking I mean, at how many they have. They Mario. They got Donkey Kong. Yeah, dude. Microsoft owns everything now. Microsoft acquired my family. All right, Nave. I put in the flow state in our notes. Like, did you ever feel the flow in this game? Dude, I was always in the zone in this fucking game. I would be standing like an inch away from the TV, like physically dancing to the music as I'm like, I'm like into rhythm games so much. And this, and it, this game is so simple, but it's so hard. And so, I like in Rock Band when I miss a note, I'm just like, ah, whatever, and I just continue to be in the in the flow state but like when i miss a note in this game everything falls apart yeah, <laughs> like i just I, I can't win anymore it's over yeah it's it's terrible it's so it's so upsetting even just getting a, an okay will like disrupt my concentration i'm just like fuck you know because it's so you get like a third of the points when you hit when you get okay instead of good and i just oh and the pro, another problem is i'm always glancing down to see where like where you are if if we're in a first or second place i'm like always worried about it well have you not seen the the glow that goes around your your bar if you're winning yeah but i mean i still check check the scores in in rock band you uh yeah because you got to see how good you're winning too. see if oh you have or error but um in rock band i'm so used to just like looking around the entire screen just like not really paying attention to my highway especially if i'm drumming yeah, I don't know. You you can't really take your eyes off of the strike zone. Like, where are your eyes resting, by the way? Just 
oh, out, out like, of curiosity, because I'm looking like right in front of the strike zone, pretty much. Like I cannot zoom out any farther. I think I'm staring about yeah, about like a third of the way uh, down the highway. Like yeah, that's about as far so. away from the strike zone I'm I'm staring. But if I stare at the strike zone, I fuck up. And if I stare too far, if I stare too far to the right. I'll start fucking up too. Like I'll start getting okays and stuff rather than good, like perfect or good or whatever. Like I know on like rock band, when I'd be playing guitar, I would be looking pretty far down the highway. Like I wouldn't need to look that close at the strike zone. Yeah. In rock band, I'm looking at the very top of the highway. I'm looking at the notes coming mostly. It just depends on how hard the song it is. I'm playing like if I'm playing something like periphery or something like really technical chugs and triplets, I'm, I, I have to stare at the strike zone just so that I get the triplets correct. Yeah, I was definitely like kind of flowing with this game. Uh, my thing is the medium difficulty seems almost too easy, but hard is way too hard. Uh, like, I did you try the higher difficulties? Yeah, I play, when I played solo, I was mostly playing on hard. Um, but the extreme difficulty on every single song, I cannot fucking pass a single song. I don't... It's like, if, if I had the drum, maybe I, maybe I could, but with the controller, I just... I do not understand how you're supposed to beat the expert difficulties. You know, I looked up how people were like playing it online and they do like weird slaps with their fingers on the buttons too. Cause some of the notes are just going so fast. It's impossible for you to do a full button press. And so that you have to use like the extra buttons. So they're almost like slapping the controller with like two fingers as they're going along. And I'm like, that is this guy's playing the drums on his controller to play the drums on his game. It's like if you watch a Psy or, you know, any clone hero streamer where they, well, they don't slap. They do this thing called rake strumming where they, so listener, just get your hand out in front of you, kind of Mm -hmm. make a claw like you're holding a ball. And then you see how and extend, like separate all your fingers so that there's space in between. Now pretend you're strumming a guitar, but every single finger is hitting a string as you're going down. So it's like four strikes going down, then four strikes going up then four strikes going down, kind of like that. Or, I mean, most people know what the Guitar Hero strum bar is. That's yeah. That makes more sense, because obviously it doesn't work with a real guitar. It's kind of dumb. But um, y- including your thumb, you get five strokes going down, then going up, then going down. So, like, you're strumming... It's just for uh, machine gun strumming, which in Clone Hero, there's a, there are a ton of things called uh, overcharts, which... So, say, like, you're listening to Sicko Mode by fucking Travis Scott... That's like one of the most do. famous ones. And um, it is just like 25 notes for every one sound you hear. It, that's what an overchart is. It's just like way harder than it's supposed to be, than it would be if you just specifically charted each sound to one note, just like it is normally charted in Rock Band or Guitar Hero, like you're used to. Which, have you been watching his new Beats videos? Like the world's yeah. worst beats? Yeah. So bad. Well, they are so bad, but there are some really funny moments like the beat that has the monkey sample it's <laughs> fucking great we're just like ooh, ooh, ah, ah, and i'm just like it's just funny every time i don't know what's funny about like why i don't know why monkeys are so funny but or there's one part where uh, like there's like a dolphin where it was sampled and it was like stretched <laughs> out and they charted the dolphin squeak so he's like going all the way like playing <laughs> the full noise of the dolphin so <laughs> God, I love those fucking stupid clone hero memes. This shit is the funniest shit. Alright, what are we talking about? I don't know. We should take a break. Is it break time? Well, we skipped break time because it was at like 8 minutes <laughs> when we jumped into the game already. Alright, let's take a quick break then. Boom, 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 boom. 
what are we going to do, Philip? All right, so here's what I'm thinking. We're going to come <laughs> back. We're going to say our final words, and then we're going to talk about Pokemon. Okay. Do you have any more discussion points? No. We Did you, did you talk about your favorite songs? Yeah, I mean, generally. We just talk about our favorite songs, I guess, yeah. in our final notes. And we're back. All right, Nave. This game, while not a traditional co-op game, we had quite a bit of fun playing it together. And it's kind I, of co-op. Yeah, I mean, you just kind of like, get better together. Yeah, because that's because I mean that's what all practice mode is. Is you're just like practicing at the same time with your buddy. It does have a clear winner and loser because my yeah. drum would always cry at the end. <laughs> yeah, it would fall. Brain. It falls over. Oh, we didn't. Okay. What about the customization, the store? How do you feel about that? So they have like a rotating store in this game where I I think it's every day, every 24 hours or maybe 12. It might be more. I don't know. Um, the store rotates with different uh, cosmetics. There are songs that you can buy. Um, you can force the store to rotate for like a thousand gold. Because the whole time you're playing this game, you're getting gold, unless you're playing practice mode in which you're getting only more experience that's it like not video game experience but like personal real life experience real life drum master taiko no tatsujin lived experience and um what do you think about the store like because i thought that was very strange when i looked in the store the first time i was like wow there's like nothing in here it definitely encourages like a player to come back and check the store more often that way they're more likely to get something they actually want because i remember you having an item and i didn't know the store reset at different points and I went, I'm like, oh, I wonder what like what thing Nave bought. I want to see what else is in there. I went there, I'm like, Nave's thing isn't in here. I don't remember what it was that you bought. Uh, maybe a squid. Yeah, it's probably a squid I, I had a, pet. So I had something. a pet squid. I had a uh, sleepy on my head and a nose bubble. I'm not sure what that's about. I've never blown a nose bubble when I was asleep. Or maybe I did, and I just didn't know because <laughs> I was asleep. What do you mean? You don't know about nose bubbles? Yeah, that is the weirdest thing. Like, whenever someone tells you you snore or something, and you're like, what? I snore? Impossible. Like if I get if I get if I get super drunk, I definitely snore. I've I've seen recordings people of people <laughs> recording me going, "Look at you, you fucking snore, you weird ass." <laughs> what a weird flexor, like bully point on somebody. Like you yeah. snore. Well, my it would be it would it's my ex, you know. Okay. She'd be like, "You snore." I'm like, "No, I don't." And then she makes a video of me snoring, and I'm like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> that's not good." I'll never recover from this. Yeah, I don't know why that's so embarrassing. But it, it feels embarrassing to know that you snore. Don't worry, Nave. I'm also a snorer. I yeah. snore when well, I sleep. I don't think I snore normally. Like it mostly depends on how I fall asleep. But since I sleep on my side, I never really get into like if I fall asleep and I roll onto my back, I'll start snoring. You think it's? Do you think snoring is like? Do you think it ha- it it does depend on the way that you sleep? Is it? Oh, what is snoring? I don't know. Like, I don't even know what snoring is. So I think there's some wiggly bits inside your nose mouth area that will like fall down. And as you like push air from your lungs in and out of your nose, I think it like catches and like flaps around like flop, 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 flop. And that's the sound of snoring. Did you know 90 million Americans suffer from snoring when they sleep? How many Americans are there? How many Americans are there? I think we're in the 200 million area. Well, now I've got to Google that because now now I'm curious. (laughs) I mean, that's Uh, an interesting fact. Population America. 326 million. I was uh, a little wrong. Okay, now look up how many units of Taiko no Tetsujin have been sold and how many Americans have played it. Taiko no Tetsujin. 
what is the which one is uh the one we're playing right now drum master it's pretty new i don't know if there's Echo, uh, no tattoo console game sales top 10 million holy shit i don't know I, that that's definitely not just america that's gotta yeah. be everywhere like, i'm sure this game is super popular overseas but here you know what was i originally looking up uh, oh yeah american snoring, snoring. The root cause of snoring is when the air you're breathing doesn't flow smoothly through your nose or throat when you're sleeping. It bumps into surrounding into surrounding tissues, which causes a vibration. This is gross. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Hey, what was your favorite song? Uh, to listen to, definitely the Dragon Ball Z theme song. Yeah, that one always got me pumped. But to, to play, uh, I loved playing Megalovania. Yeah, that was fun. Like, I don't know why. Like, there's like a, se- a whole other section of that song that I'd never heard before I played this game. And I was just like, oh, I don't like this part as much. But like the the meme part, you know, the part that everybody knows. Yeah. That is uh, amazing to play. Well, I think my my favorite is definitely going to be the Hopes and Dreams, which I think is the credits song that plays for Undertale is a heartful bop. Like it pulls the heartstrings when you listen to it i also like i also like playing last christmas <laughs> last christmas is so good it just makes me smile the whole time i'm listening to it they need to add dlc to this game like asap yeah like this definitely feels like it should have been more of a platform and be like hey you know like a, get a song every two weeks or something like that maybe it will like maybe that was like the intended purpose of this game to be like a jumping on point for console xbox boys yeah i mean rock band 4 is still getting supported with dlc even though they've been purchased by epic and they're working on fortnite now they've been folded into the fortnite machine big sad yeah very depressing oh one thing we didn't talk about is have uh you showed me apparently the conspiracy that maybe uh from our news last week when we were saying nintendo was taking down people's videos then nintendo might not actually be behind it yeah, but it seems like the people who ran the YouTube channel uh, deleted their channel and were just like, I, "We don't care. We just don't want to deal with this anymore." Yeah, I mean, I, that might have that that might have cha- been there. Might be an update on that situation, but that was the last we heard of it. And we will update our listeners at home as things evolve. For um, what was the name of that channel? I don't even remember. Dave Matthews. Yeah, that's it. The Dave's Matthew Band attacked by Nintendo. All right, Nave, we're moving right along. Do you have any final words for Taiko no Tatsujin, Drum Master? Uh, it's, since it's on Game Pass, it's super easy to recommend. Um, how much does it cost? How much do you think this game costs, Philip? Oh, it's got to be like $30 without the drum. $30. With the drum, it's got to be 60 Yeah, the drums are... I think it might be even more than that with the drum. I don't think the drum exists on the Xbox platform, though. Yeah, I was looking at that too. I couldn't seem to find it. But I mean, like the PlayStation 2 one that I talked about before is selling for $40 currently. You know, it's weird. I can't seem to find this game for sale. <laughs> Maybe this game doesn't exist. We've just been, um, oh, what's it called? Bernstein bared into it. Yeah, we crossed over into a different timeline. Yeah, like I'm seeing like the Switch version and the PlayStation versions popping up a lot. But the Xbox one, I guess, just might be too new. How many Microsoft Rewards points do you have? Currently, I only have eleven thousand. Because I saw a, I saw a tweet that was like, "My goal is to get two hundred thousand reward points," and I was like, "I wonder how much I have." And I have three hundred and twenty twenty eight thousand. <laughs> I have three hundred thousand. So much. Yeah, I have. Dude, you can almost afford another Series X with that. A Series X? Oh, well, not a Series X. 
I can afford like five or six years of Game Pass Ultimate. Like I am never paying for Game Pass. Listeners like, at home, never. the conversion rate being not generous towards the points is about a thousand points per dollar. So if I think, a, I think it's a hundred points per dollar. No way. I think if you I think if you spend a a dollar if you spend money on in the Microsoft store, that's primarily where I'm getting most of my points from. Okay. But um, I think if you spend a do- for every dollar, it's like a hundred points. Yeah. So listeners at home, sign up for the Bing Microsoft reward points. Uh, it's actually really easy to get points. Yeah. Like if you use Game Pass, you get like little quests that give you like ten to a hundred points, depending on how hard the quest was. Uh, they update every week. Um, if you use Bing like I do, I usually just use Bing to Google Google, and then I Google what I want. So I just add an extra step. But as long as you're using Bing, you're make, getting Microsoft reward points too for doing nothing really. Nave, did you ever finish Control? I never started Control. Well, you only have a limited time before it leaves Game Pass now. Well, I own it. Um, Remember, oh, there, yeah, that I was, forgot. Yeah, you bought the special edition, right? Yeah, I bought the Ultimate Edition because I thought it was going to be a fun game to play. And then like a week later, it dropped on Game Pass. And I was like, I'm not playing this game. I'm fucking upset. So I told myself I wouldn't play it until it left Game Pass. (laughs) That's such a weird hill, but okay. It's good. Yeah, I've got enough games. Like I've been trying, I'm trying to finish it before Control leaves. That and, do you know what Final Fantasy VII Zodiac Age or something like that is? No. Yeah, Final Fantasy VII Zodiac Age is also leaving and i i told myself that i'm like i need to i need to play all the final fantasy games before they leave because i'm probably going to play the final fantasy game once and then not playing again for the rest of my life so this is the prime time for me to play these games but now they keep they keep leaving game pass before i get a chance to play them yeah so i mean this is the new segment of uh what did nave buy this week oh what did you buy because every every week i buy a bunch of games basically that's why I have like fucking 1200 games on my Xbox. So I bought The Messenger, which looks pretty fucking interesting. It looks like old school Ninja Gaiden. That one was on Game Pass or not Game Pass, Games for Gold. I I must have not have gotten it. <laughs> I don't really check Games for Gold cuz 99% of the time I already own the game. Yeah. It's really hard. It looks like it's probably going to be hard. Yeah, but I think it was only like 2 bucks. But um I bought this game called Banner of the Maid, which at first looked like a visual novel, but it actually looks more like uh fire emblem or final fantasy tactics it looks more like fire emblem than anything else it it looks like anime fire emblem well yeah, fire emblem like. is yeah. anime already but <laughs> anyway and then i bought a game called lost in random which looks like Al- uh it looks like uh alice madness returns what is that guy american mcgee old american mcgee yeah it looks kind of like that yeah, and it looks, looks like cool this character has like a dice as a weapon. No, I think this is a partner or like a little pet. Yeah. I also bought Hunt Showdown again, but okay. I bought it like with uh, a bunch of DLC for like 20, 30 bucks. Well, Nave, did you say your final words? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think that's where we're, I think that uh, that and that's my final word. Okay, very good. On Tatsujin. Uh, for my final words for Drum Game, it's really good. When I first picked it up, I did not want to stop playing it. It's on Game Pass. Go give it a shot. You probably don't need to buy it. Unless it you're just very, really very into addicting. it. Yeah, it's really good. All it right, also Nave. appears as an arcade game in Yakuza. I don't know if I mentioned that. Yes, you did. So I wanted to leave some time at the end of the show to talk about Pokemon. Because today is Mewtwo's birthday. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> it's Mewtwo's birthday. On the, on the Sunday that we're recording. Yeah, February 6th is Mewtwo's birthday. It says it in uh, one of the books that you can read in Pokemon Red and Blue. Like, you can read one of their little journals. And it's like, February 6th, Mewtwo, or Mew is given birth. We named it Mewtwo. God bless him. Yeah. Gotta love that deep Pokemon lore. Yeah, very necessary. Which we are now three badges deep in our Pokemon Leaf Kareem Nuzlocke Soulbound game. Randomized. Um, yeah, randomized. Got so many qualifiers. How you feeling, Nave? It is very frustrating. <laughs> this is the most frustrating. Well, I went back because I'm do I did a solo one as well. Like not all the way through, but just kind of to practice, get used to it. And my original, my solo game is went way more smoothly than our soulbound yada 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 thing is happening. Yeah. We there's been a lot of uh, casualties. That's mostly why it's super annoying. My my team is it it my team went from being super op to being pretty bad. I only have like one Pokemon left. That's good. Yeah, I put your team in the notes if you want to remember them. You have a big bird and a whole bunch of blue babies on your team. Yeah, so uh, my starter was Articuno, and I still have it. And uh, so since we stole this from Playlong Podcast, we named Articuno Jared. I don't remember who Jared is for you, Philip. It's um, Palm Tree, Execute. So Execute, and oh, by the way, so the the rules are that each Pokemon that we gain is soul-bound to each other. So our starter, whoever we got, is our starters are bound to each other. Our whoever we got on route one, they're bound to each other. So if one dies, then they both die. And so the way that we're gonna remember who are who's soul bound is we just named them the same name. So if we end up naming you in our Nuzlocke, uh, if we end up nicknaming Pokemon after you, you will be two different Pokemon, which is kind of neat. Very nice. But then there gets into cases where you have. Uh, nose pass, which I don't remember who your nose pass is, but your nose pass is soul bound to my Groudon, and so I'm like, you better not lose that nose pass because I don't yeah, want to lose my Groudon. I think nose pass is Kai from. I'll hold on. Let's go. I'm gonna just get on Twitch and look. Which we well, were streaming. Don't you have it written down somewhere? Uh, yeah, but my my list is not well organized, and it's not. It doesn't have the Pokemon in the list. It just has the person's name and where we caught him i think we need to put the pokemon down too because what i think what i want to do is i want to make a really long twitter thread with everyone that we've used in our in the nuzlocke so whenever i drop this episode and we put and i make the twitter post about it underneath that i'm going to make a really long thread of every person and each pokemon they are i think that might be annoying that might give someone a a million notifications but um i think it'll be all right so who is your like obviously, Articuno is your best boy, but who do you think is your worst boy on your team? The worst character on my team is uh, definitely Tangela. Yeah, I'm very well, upset I mean, he's about the that. newest one, right? No, Sea King is the newest. Oh yeah, I forgot one. about and Sea King. Sea King uh, doesn't have a nickname because I was beyond upset <laughs> by the time I caught that Sea King, and I was just mashing the A button, and I accidentally went past the nickname thing. So Sea King and and Philip has a Venonat named Sea King. Yeah, so. which Vinonat is also my worst. Yeah, well, my seeking is fine. Like the biggest issue with my team is that, so I have Articuno, and then I have this weird fish, Barboach, and then 
I have Nosepass, who's a rock Pokemon. But uh, then I have Sfeel and Seeking and Tangela, who's like a bug grass type or something, something awful. So I have a bunch of bad types. And I also have, I have a bunch of bad types and I have a bunch of water Pokemon. So I've had this really bad problem where every time I run into a electric type Pokemon, I almost die. Like I almost lose like one or two Pokemon. Yeah, I don't know what to do about that. Because, cool. like, the only people who can fight... Well, I I think Tangela at, might actually be able to... Because I think... Is Grass strong? I think Grass resists electricity. Yeah, so I might be able to use Tangela just for the electric Pokemon. But, uh, so, since we're doing a randomized game, all of the wild Pokemon, all the trainer Pokemon, everyone is, like, substituted with another Pokemon. Also, we're playing Leaf Green, but you might have heard we have a whole bunch of, like, Gen fucking 17 Pokemon that I've never heard of before. And uh, that's because, you know, you know the game is pulling from any Pokemon that could be in Leaf Green. Like, anyone that's programmed to be in Leaf Green, right? Right. So, yeah. Um, with the substitution, I don't know what Pokemon it is, but it's a very common Pokemon. In my game, they are substituted with something that self-destructs. And so I am constantly running into Pokemon that instantly just blow themselves up whenever they see me. The only Pokemon I used to have was, uh, who's the, the, I had the evolved form of, no, it wasn't Kingler. I did have a Kingler. Evolved Krabby? No, I was going to say the evolved form of Mudkip. Oh yeah, Swampert. Yeah, he was good. So my Swampert was super, super, super strong. And it was very tanky. And... So every time I had an Explodey Boy show up, I would just swamp, swap in Swampert. He would tank the explosion, and he, and it would be fine. He would only he would always go down to like half health or something. Well, Philip ran into a Regirock or something, and the poke with the Pokemon that was soulbound to my Swampert, he just let it explode on him instead of running away, and it killed my only character who could tank an explosion. So now I've lost multiple Pokemon to an explosion. And the only one who could take it now is my nose pass. But the problem with that is, is if for some reason he doesn't tank it, uh, Philip's strongest Pokemon dies. So it's very risky. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck to I don't know what the fuck to do about any of that information. Which, by the way, so we have six Pokemon. We only ever have six Pokemon, or less. Like we can, like we got seven Pokemon for about twenty minutes before I let my Pikachu get killed in an explosion. And um, <laughs> or was yeah, it a, and then you lose somebody to like a a destiny bound. What was the, it called? Uh, Wobbuffet. Yeah. So, so a Wobbuffet used like destiny or whatever, and it killed my yellow Pokemon that has teeth in the back of its head. Oh, you know what yeah, I mean? Mawile. Yeah. Yeah. So I was trying to level up my Mawile or whatever it's called, and um, yeah, it died too. I think I had that Pokemon for about twenty minutes too, before it instantly died to a Wobbuffet. It's so sad. Yeah, so any Pokemon that's not Water-type just dies in some stupid fucking way. And I just get to collect all of these Water-types. I'm basically Misty. Well, you know, we're actually at a point where we're going to get, like, six Pokemon in a row. Like, now that we've made it to this town. Because there's multiple gift Pokemon we're about to get that, you you know, there's no way to fail of getting them. Yeah, and that's really interesting, too, because there are people who, like, there was a guy in a Pokemon Center that's like, give me 500 bucks and I'll give you this Magikarp. But since it always says Magikarp, but since it is a randomized playthrough, it will give us whatever Mag- Magikarp is replaced by. Yeah. 
Yeah. So and that and that's another thing. So like the the Pokemon are literally like substituted. So if we get the Pokemon Rod and the one that can only catch Magikarp, whoever Magikarp is like switched with, it will always be that Pokemon. Well, all right. I so think it's we've, not like 100% random always. I think we've gone on long enough this week. This is a shorter episode, but I mean, short, the short ones are still sweet. I suppose. Did you say uh, your Pokemon set like playlist? I'm playlist. I mean, fucking party. Yeah, I mentioned. I mean, mine's are a lot better than his because you know he's got Articuno, Barboach, Nosepass, Sfield, Tangela, and Seeking. Meanwhile, I got Groudon, Machamp, Execute, uh, Crobat. It was a Golbat. It just evolved into a Crobat. Pelipper and then Little Vidanat. So my team's kind of stacked. Yeah, there was a point in time when my team was like. Articuno, Swampert, Charmander, uh, you know, like I had, I literally had like five, four or five just like fucking killers. I had a Kingler who turned out to be a really fucking strong Pokemon. I don't know. Like when we went through the first cave, whatever Zubat was, so Zubat was a, a super pop, a super common Pokemon that you run into the cave. Mine was swapped in with a Deoxys. So I was having Wait, was to fight hard. Deoxys over and over and over again. So I ended up having to over-level by, like, 15 levels just to get through this fucking cave. Because, like, I kept not being able to run away, too. So I kept having to fight Deoxys over and over again. Well, he and again, yeah, like, he, he would just, like... Oh, it was terrible. But that's when that Kingler became, like, a fucking super strong Pokemon. Uh, we were streaming this on Twitch, and uh, Chris from 1H1D came through. And uh, Chris became something shitty on Philip's team, but on my team, uh, he was uh, Salamance. And then Philip immediately killed him off. So Salamance, <laughs> this was this was yeah. after all of my good Pokemon had already died, and I was stuck with Articuno and a bunch of shit Pokemon. So I finally got another good Pokemon, and Philip instantly killed it. And I was just like, I was that's that was the beginning of me getting starting to get very fucking frustrated. <laughs> Well, it's this is a frustrating Nuzlocke. I'm trying to train them up so that they'll survive so you won't lose them. But then I bump into a fight where it's like arena trap and they can't switch out. And I'm like, I guess he's just going to die then. Yeah, that's how my Charmander died was he got arena trapped by a... What is that Pokemon? The uh, the fire slug? Oh, yeah. Uh, what was it? The evolved form of Slugma. Oh, Macargo. That's it. And uh, he got... he So my Charmander got arena trapped and... Every single ability that my Charmander had was not very effective against it. And so it literally just got whittled down to and then killed. And there was nothing I could fucking do. Very sad. And that's what we're going to be talking about next week. We're only three badges deep. So, Nave, we got quite a ways to go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us this week, co-op partners. And maybe we can go play some drums together next time. Bye-bye.